Hello, and welcome to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Wilson, and thank you for tuning in. It means a lot to me that you've chosen to spend time with me each week to learn about these incredible kid teenpreneurs and their parents who are supporting them along the way. Bravo, mom and dad. Keep encouraging and fostering their love to create and try new adventures. That's what it's really all about. So if you didn't listen in last week, go back. You are going to want to listen to sci-fi author Ariana Fox. Talk about energy and talent, that young lady. Woo! She has got it. So this week, we are talking all things e-commerce with mom, wife, ex-junior high school teacher, Allison J. Prince, who has built four multi-million dollar businesses, all while raising four crazy kids. So let's listen in. As moms, we will do anything for our kids. Well, almost anything. Is your child an aspiring entrepreneur or do they already have a business and just don't know how to gain traction, momentum, and sales? For the last nine years, I've been guiding my daughter in running and scaling her online baking business. Find out the scoop as we hear from other mom bosses and learn how their kidpreneurs are successfully making five and six figures dominating their markets. What do they know that you don't? Tune in every week while these mom managers spill the tea. Well, lemonade, helping you through the ins and outs of business so you too can guide your kidpreneur to pursue their dreams, build confidence, and their bank account along the way. Join the ranks of this elite mom boss tribe. I am your host, Katrina Wilson, and you are listening to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, you guys. Today we have the queen of e-commerce. Yes, I might be fangirling just a little bit here. Allison J. Prince is in the house. She has gone from being a junior high teacher to building four, not one, four multi-million dollar online brands, all while being a wife, a mom of four crazy kids, and I say a mom again because she has a new addition to the family, Goose, freaking so cute puppy, um, so stinking cute. And I have to say this because every time I saw Allison online, it was like she was talking about this true lemon lemonade and she loves Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, what is this girl talking about? So she is a true lover of what Diet Coke as well. So just some, some quirky things about what she loves. So welcome, Allison. I am so honored to have you here. I love that uh, you introduced me with Chick-fil-A and um, owner of four multi-million dollar businesses. <laughs> yes, yes, isn't that wonderful? Oh gosh. So, Thank you for inviting me on, by the way. Yes, absolutely, I love it. Um, I've been following you for a long time and I'm like, you know, I love hearing your story, you know, and listening to your podcast as well. And you, you say, you know, I had four kids at my feet trying to figure this online business thing out. So for some people that might not know your backstory, your, your journey, um, you know, how did you get from junior high school teacher to four multi-million dollar businesses? Didn't happen overnight. No, it did not. And that's where a lot of people are like, 
you did this so fast. And I'm like, no, you're just hearing about it so fast. You, you're getting the, the 30 second version of this, but I had to go through, like when I was a school teacher, they handed me my first paycheck and I saw that I qualified for government assistance and I felt pain. I was like, I went to school for four years to learn that I can't even afford my own food. What? And I had a baby. I just had my oldest, Michaela. Um, and then my husband was going to school full time. And then I'm like, all right, I got to find another job. So I started a tutoring business to help supplement the income. About a week into this, I looked at my life and I said, I don't choose this. I don't choose to work two jobs just to be able to put food on my table. I'm not going to, I'm not going to live this life. I'm not. And so I just started <laughs> like trying to figure out how people made money. Like how did they afford to go on vacation? How did, how did they afford toilet paper? Right? right, right <laughs> how did they right. just afford stuff? So I went to the local library because I couldn't even afford a phone at the time and checked out some books, read magazines and everything led to entrepreneurs. People that started their own businesses were able to create their own salary. So I would go to my boss and they're like, nope, you're going to make this amount of money, no more. And then when I heard the entrepreneurs, they could say, you know, I want to make millions or for me, I want to be able to pay for my own food. Like that was my goal. Um, things just started to click inside my head. And so I started to test the market and I tried a few things here and there. Uh, and I started a blog and that wasn't creating money fast enough. And then I came along fast forward. Now I have four kids, uh, I came ac across something called e-commerce and I thought that like e-commerce is the ugliest word in, I think in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, I think I denied being an e-commerce store for the first six years of my e-commerce life. Because I'm like, why can't it just be called online shopping or something right. fun? E-commerce, that's just an ugly name. Uh, so uh, e-commerce, I was like, I can stay at home. Uh, I can be with my babies. I can bring in some extra income. And I was really, really excited about this. But everything that I read said that you had to have a lot of money and you had to have a lot of inventory. Yeah. And I was fresh out of both. Sure, my husband was going to school full time, but that didn't mean that, I mean... I mean, we had a mortgage, we had student loans, we had car payments, we had four kids, we had diapers, all the things, and we were living that paycheck to paycheck life. And so what I did is I went down to my office, and if you're thinking a fancy office, we're talking about a corner in a, of a bedroom, uh, and I found some uh, leftover crafting supplies. And I had a friend, Jimmy Rig, a website for me, like a, a shopping cart for me, and I put my very first products online. I didn't even know about like Shopify. Shopify was around, but it was still such a baby of yeah. a place. I didn't even know it. So a friend, uh, Jimmy rigged uh, a site for me and we put it up and I made my first two to $300. And I'll tell you what, that was like winning the lottery because I had just realized that I could make money online. And that was like the approval that I could keep going and I could actually do this. Okay, so you Jimmy rid, rigged this website. Yeah, so who no, a friend. Are you? A friend. Yeah, yeah, a friend did. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't code who? worth anything. <laughs> no, I tech part, forget it. <laughs> um, so, who were your first customers? Like, how did they even know about your site? I love this question. I love this question. Okay, so first off, if you're thinking that you need to find a friend to Jimmy rig a website, don't just use Shopify. Like, you will save hundreds and thousands and potentially millions of dollars. I know because we built the whole website ourselves. Oh, 
so much money. Just use Shopify. That's yeah. number one. And then the second thing is um, I used influencers. So the first product that I Ooh. sold was crafting supplies. So I went out to um, a gal, Shar uh, from Crap I've Made. She does, she's no longer a blogger anymore. Oh. And I remember she had about 15,000 people on her Facebook page. Um, no okay. Instagram. Yeah, I, said, I was going to say no Instagram here. Mm -hmm. Just Facebook. Okay. Yeah. okay. I said, Shar, can you talk about this vinyl? And she's like, Sure. How about you give me 10% commission? I said, deal. And so she talked about these products and drove traffic. And so mm -hmm. that's how I made my first um, sales was through an influencer. Okay. And then I was like, ah, oh, the power of influencers. And then the blog that I started um, like a year before was, I was, that was kind of like my playground to learn how influencers work. Cause I was kind of like the influencer, not my face, but the brand was, we got started getting to influencers. So I started to learn this whole market of how influencers and stores work together. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And so then, then I went to another one, Ashley over at make it and love it. She's still awesome and rocking and rolling. And she started throwing traffic and I started gathering this email list so that I could re-email these people, these mm. products that kept coming up and it just kept snowballing and snowballing. And so we went from one influencer uh, to over a thousand influencers. Wow. Um, I know it was so fun. And I loved, loved writing big checks to those influencers who are promoting my brand because the more they promoted, the more they made, the more I got to write them a check. And so it just became this really, really cool win-win situation. Mm -hmm. They loved my product. Their products were great for their customers. I grew my business. And so it was like this three-way triangle win. Yeah. Um, the influencer, the customer, and then my business. And then that's how we grew. We built it to a million dollar business by year one. I mean, when I saw those numbers, I didn't believe them. I was like, no, I was, I was trained to be a school teacher. I haven't even been to a business class. Who am I to have been able to create a million dollar business? Like, I don't understand this. By year right. two, multi-million. And like, I don't take those numbers lightly because I go back to those days where the school district was like, sorry, Allison, you don't make enough money to pay for your own food. And right. so it was such a big contrast to me. Um, and I felt it uh, anyway. And then like, I, I built another one, <laughs> another one, because I kind of had a little bit of um, one hit wonder. I thought I was one hit wonder, uh, but I kept building them and they just kept working out over and over again. And then I just got this feeling of Allison, I didn't give you this journey for you. Uh, I gave you this journey to teach others. Yes. And so that's yeah. when I started teaching others. I was super hesitant to do it at first because I'm like, no, 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 I'll just sell my cupcake liners. I'll just sell my <laughs> paper straws yeah. in the background. Yeah. I don't need to show my face online. And the Lord was like, oh no, you do. <laughs> yes. I have, a, I have another plan for you. He, he did. Oh, did he ever? Yes. He yes. Ever. And that's, and I'm glad because when I first started my business, that first day I made sales and I was like that first two to $300 when I'm like, yeah, I won the lottery. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Day two, I didn't sell anything. Day three, nothing. nothing. And that night I told my husband, I'm like, I got two to $300. Yay. We did it. Like hurrah. But yep. I think that that was just luck. And, um, I said, I, I think I'm going to be done. And when I said that I heard a I heard it was so clear to me. It just, I just said, Allison, how dare you stop? I just showed you what's possible. How dare mm -hmm. you stop? And so the next morning I woke up and I knew at that point I made God my business partner. If you don't believe in God, universe, 
spirit, whatever Creator, you believe in, whoever, <laughs> whoever you believe in. Whoever. Yeah. Whoever's guiding you to your best life. Um, and that, and that was when I made him my business partner and he's been the best business partner I've ever had. <laughs> mm. So now that you, in the midst of this, you are, when you started this, you had the, you had four children, correct? Well, yes. I was nursing right. my baby when I was uploading my first product. Okay. So in the midst of all this, your kids, so at what point were you done teaching? How old were your kids? And when did you go full-time into business? That kind so of. So my, my oldest, Michaela, was when I, she was a, a newborn when I started teaching. And I taught okay. for about three years. Okay. And then when I started the e-commerce side of it, she was, I want to say six, seven, eight, somewhere okay. in that range. Okay. Um, maybe a little younger. I have to, I don't know the math. Right? <laughs> yeah, kids, like, they were whatever. young. I know you forget, right? <laughs> it all yes. seems to mesh together. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> yeah. huh. But your kids, what I'm trying to get at is your kids have seen you and have grown oh. up with this. Yeah. So they know no different, except dad had a traditional job at this point. Mm -hmm. Dad was going off to work. Jared yeah, was yeah. going off to work. Okay. Yep. He was going off to work. Um, it was starting to get a little stressful in the family because, mm -hmm. and at first it was just like, you know, I'm just going to try and sell a few things here and there. And then it started to really pick up and we felt this stress because he was working full time. I was waking up at four in the morning, trying to get stuff done, staying up super late, working during nap times. Cause we saw it started to take off. Sure. And I remember going into the backyard with him one day in June, we started in April. So a few months later, uh, I remember walking in the back, uh, backyard with him and I said, okay, we're feeling the stress. The kids are feeling the stress of mom and dad. It's just, it's too much right now. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he said, Allison, uh, I'm going to quit so that you can fly. Wow. He said, I can always go get a job, but we don't know if this ever opportunity will ever present itself again. So we're, I'm going to quit. I'm going to start pulling Cheerios out of the van tracks and going to mommy play dates. Let's see what you can do. And so okay. he literally put his whole career to the side to see what could happen with this. So for me, like he is such an angel yeah. to allow me to do this. Um, which he's such a, he's such, the whole family right there. I could not have done my journey without them. So mm -hmm. when my, my, um, guys were little, I mean, they, he was nursing, right. Um, I didn't have, um, little girls to take pictures of, mm -hmm. uh, we, we got these lace tights and oh. I didn't have any models. Oh, no. <laughs> so I put the lace tights on my little guys. Cause the girls are too old for like, a right. For the little tights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I took a picture of like right above the kneecaps down. <laughs> so you're putting those pictures up at like their high school graduation, That's right. right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no, like, no one would ever know. And right, so right. Me, it was the whole family that was contributing. And yeah. sure, like some kids grew up on a farm. Some kids grew up in the city. My kids grew up around brown boxes. Yes. There was brown boxes going in and out. Uh, and when we actually sold one of the businesses, we all went down to Nordstrom's and we got a fancy dress. The boys got a cute, um, like vest and bow tie 
And then we went and did really fancy pictures amongst all these brown boxes in this warehouse to give just such the contrast. Yes. What we've been doing for almost a decade mm -hmm. of shipping. And truly it was a 100% family affair. My, my daughters would learn how to cook. They learned how to cook really early because they're like, mom, I got dinner tonight. I know you have to get that done. I'm going to do dinner tonight. And maybe it was macaroni and cheese or something, cheese right. sandwiches or something yeah. so simple. But we all pitched in and we kept having those conversations of you guys, this is working. How are we going to do this as a family? Mm -hmm. How are we mm -hmm. going to do this? And we just, we just made it work. Well, it's that, and it's funny because you say that, like when my daughter said to me, you know, she graduated from college in May and she was just like, all right, I got to figure this out. And I said, it's family meeting time yeah. because it just doesn't affect you it affects everybody that lives everyone. in this house everyone and mom and dad are in the business working it mm -hmm. the other two sisters we pull them in when we need stickers on bags when we need to you know really get you know our big orders out but it's a family affair 100 family affair. and when you know because we have a baking business out of the house you know sometimes it's you can't go in the kitchen because it's just you don't want to go in the kitchen <laughs> because they have to get things out mm -hmm. and it's like you know so they need to know when busy times are coming and just are it, it's funny because our whole house transforms into a little factory when you know those busy times come so yeah. now tell me about I love the story and I am sure I know I don't know all the the, the details of it but your two daughters wanted to start a business. Yeah. Yep. Was it their idea that they no, wanted to No, not at all. Okay. So not what? tell us the story. <laughs> okay. So I started my first business and then that's when I was like, was I, am I a one hit wonder? Did I just get lucky? And then I started another business selling pillowcases and built that into a million dollar business. I mean, they're pillowcases. Pillowcases. Right? Pillowcases. Yeah. Did you know that story? Well, I know that story and I love the story that because so many people are like this, so many, I would say women, men, they don't want to be the, the face of their brand. And you were no. not the face of the brand for this pillowcase. Not at all. Oh, but it, I didn't even know you had this business until you said, I'm, we, we were selling the business. And I'm yeah. like, what business is this? And you're like, pillowcases. And I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's part of the cool story. Cause people are like, well, I don't want to be online. And I'm like, you don't have to, I sold a business. No one know, even know about it, knew about it. And they're like, you did? Yeah. And so it's just more of a testament that you can do this. Mm -hmm. Like what I teach today is what I do because it's so life-changing for people. So anyways, I, I did that second business, started that second business. And I'm like, Kate, it worked. This is so great. Um, and then by this point, our, our, our kids were uh, 10 and 13 and they were starting to sleep in. The teenagers, <laughs> the teenagers yes, the tween, yes. Where you're like trying to drag them out of bed at 11 o'clock. Uh huh. They're like, I'm so tired. And yep. we we're like, okay, this is not going to work for our family. Mm -hmm. And so we actually gave them three choices. Uh, one, uh, you can do more chores. Uh, two, you can move out of the house. Or the third one is you can start a business. And of course, they didn't want to do more chores. They didn't want to um, move out. Move out. No way, right? And no. so they're like, let's start a business. And so they started a business, they sold scarves. So nothing fancy. That's a big thing. Like everybody's like, I have to have this brilliant shark tank, new Einstein idea. And I'm like, no, you don't. I sold pillowcases and straws and cupcake liners. My girl sold scarves. 
you just sell what's already selling, what people are already selling. Okay. Right. Yep. Um, like everybody needs a pillowcase. Yep. I didn't have to convince someone to buy this new gizmo gadget that nobody's ever heard of before. I went straight to the selling instead of the education part. Yep. Uh, and so anyways, the girls started, I gave them the process that I've used and they went on to build their first six figures before Yay. they stepped foot into high school. That's so they did amazing. it in about nine months, uh, which is so fun. And then people at this point are like, Allison, you probably helped them. Right. And the point where I'm like, mm, no, I was running two multi-million dollar businesses at that point. So I would come home and I would do dinner and I would literally pass out and have to get back up at four o'clock in the morning. Like I, I didn't have the time. You didn't they, have time to, right. Yeah. They had the structure. Um, they knew, like, of course we set up, um, you know, like these, let's set up your working times. So they set up Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. Okay. Dedicated to that because as kids, they don't know how to structure their time. Sure. And so Tuesday nights was their time and uh, Saturday mornings were their time. So they could still do church things or band things or soccer, whatever. Right. We, right. We just gave them uh, the structure to work. And then that worked so well. My sister called me and was like, can I do it too? So I gave her the same <laughs> right? stuff. Yeah. yeah, she did $129,000. And then that friend started coming out of the woodwork saying, Allison, show me how to do this. Show, show me, me how to do this. this. Yeah. Yep. And then it was that point where I was like, all right, I proved it to myself twice. My daughters, my sisters, friends, it's time to take it online and to yes. show other people how to do it. Yes. And so that's when I created Because I Can Life. Mm -hmm. um, of being able, like building a business just isn't, you're going to build a business, that's it. No, you step into this Because I Can Life. I mean, we got, why can we build a business? We got phones. Like mm -hmm. we can do this stuff because we can. We have more options, more availability, more resources today than ever before. Ever before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and why can we choose our own income? Because we can. Why we can. can we <laughs> yeah. stay at home in our pajamas until noon and sell online, make more than we did as a school teacher? Because you can. So it's the Because I Can Life that was launched uh, almost four years ago. Kind so of during this whole time, like what, when you're to the point of, okay, now you're like, okay, I'm not this one hit wonder. I've proved it. You know, I've showed people how to do it. My daughters and my sister and friends and what trying to teach them and guiding them through the framework and the process, like what has been the biggest challenge through that? Uh, I think the biggest challenge, number one was time management. Mm -hmm. They had to figure out time management. And then another one for me was to let them fail. Mm. That's hard. So when they didn't respond to an email for three days, I mean, I could see that they had emails in, customer emails in, right? And I'm like, guys, did you check it? Yeah, we'll check it later. And then they didn't. Yeah. And they're like, mom, we, what's this thing called a chargeback? Why do I have to pay an extra $15? I'm like, cause you didn't answer their email. And they're like, oh, you mean I have to refund them and pay them $15? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. We need to, we need to go into um, our inbo inbox more. And so I think it was me not doing the work. Uh, my husband and I not doing the work, stepping back and letting them actually get it all done. That was mm -hmm. hard. That was really hard to do. Oh, sure. Cause as a mom, we, want to do everything for them and kind of, 
you know, and I sit there and I think about my daughter and, and her business. And yes, we have the agreement. She likes the, the creativity part of it, but she also needs to know the back end of it. Yes. 100%. She also needs to know that since it's her, her, her name on the business, it's her brand. Yep. Even yep. though she doesn't want to be in front of the camera, she needs to understand what's in the back end of it and what yes. we're all doing together. For sure. What's so, her name, by the way? La her name's Lakin. Lakin? Lakin. Like oh, that's lake. a cool name. Hi, Lakin. <laughs> her, her business is Cake and Bake Goods. She oh, I did it on a you know spinoff of it. Yeah. 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 Smart girl. So smart girl. Yeah. So um, now that you've built this community, now that you're teaching others to do it, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can say this because I'm part of your community and, <laughs> because I can. And let me tell you, if anybody is thinking of joining your community, don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. It is the best community. And I've been in several, like, I'm not saying, like, I have been taking online courses for years. And because I love it, I love, I think we're all lifelong learners. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's really investing in yourself. Yes. And now that you've built this community, and you're teaching other people how to do this, um, what has been the biggest challenge of building a community like this? So I think number one thing is um, people think it's a course mm -hmm. when they come into the, it's called the zero to hundred K system, yes. how to get your, how to go from zero to your first hundred K like, Oh, it's a course. I'm like, no, there's plenty of courses out there. You come into a community, mm -hmm. you come into a, because I can family is what we call it of entrepreneurs that are scared to death to buy their first product or reach out to an influencer or send their first email or submit their first product. And there's coaches. Uh, it's not just me. We have coaches in there and we help them to get over those limiting beliefs in their head. Like what's stopping you? Let's bust through that so that you can actually make this happen. And so when people are like, Oh, just another course. I'm like, no, no, it's a community. I built what I wish I had when I yes. first got started. I yeah. felt so alone. I didn't have anybody to call or ask or be like, what, how do I do this shipping or how do I do this credit card processing? Or I've got this really mad customer or what colors are the best? How do I decide mm -hmm. what colors are the best? Right. And so that's this community is like, we answer all those questions because I don't want people to feel stuck. I want people to feel like they have a place to go. I show up every single Friday. Um, I'm, if I'm sick or I'm traveling or whatever, we have a substitute yeah. coming I'm human, right? Right. Every right. Friday, there's someone most of the time it's me, uh, comes in and then at night on Wednesday nights, we have an additional coach that helps the newbies that are just getting started. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the things I have to break down when people are like, Oh, another course. I'm like, no, 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 no. totally different, totally different. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's one of it. Another thing is I'm pretty mama bear. And so, um, you've seen this, yeah, like yeah. someone comes and they're passive aggressive or I don't know. They just, they feel like it's something's off and we can fill it pretty well and pretty quick. Mm -hmm. We'll get them out of the group. And then sometimes they retaliate because if they're passive aggressive in the group, they're going to be very passive aggressive out right. of the group. But being an entrepreneur, you feel vulnerable, very, yes. very vulnerable. Yes. I kind of relate it to like, you know, the 
dreams slash nightmares that you have when you go back to high school and then you realize that you just showed up to high school naked and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, like you feel so vulnerable, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're the ones that will come over and give you a coat to like, a yes, coat yes. to wrap you up in. Um, and so we're super protective. Um, and I think that's hard because I want to help everybody, but if someone comes in and they're drama or they're passive aggressive or they're stealing ideas or things like that, mm -hmm. uh, we have to kick them out. And that's not fun because yeah. then they come back at me so hard when I'm like, dude, you are the, you are the jerk of the first place. Stop <laughs> that. Just be yeah. nice. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's one of the harder things that I have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I love about the community is that you do bring us coaches, but the coaches have their own businesses. They're yeah. in it. They're walking they're, the walk. Well, they totally are. Yeah. That's where I pull my coaches from. Yes. They're those that have been successful. We've got Bev in there. Oh, she's, I love Bev. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's bouncing her grandson on her hip and doing over six figures a year. Selling exactly. Jewelry. Yeah. So she's rocking yeah. and rolling. She is. Mm -hmm. And you know, it just, when you're in the group and you see people that are like you that are succeeding, then you're like, it just gives you this, you know, it just really solidifies that you can do it. You can yeah. do it. Yeah. That anybody can do it if, if you're willing to put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And follow and, the system. And you're going to have hard days. Yes. But that's part of it. Yes. That's the whole process, those self-doubt, the insecurity, the, can I do this? Can I do this? You oh have gosh. to have that. Picking your first product. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah, is it so darn hard? <laughs> and part of me is like, okay, I sold trash my first product. My first product did not determine who I was in 10 years. And I think that's where some people get stuck in their head is like this first product I choose, this is the thing that it's going to yes. make me first 10 or six figures. I'm like, it's probably not. Right. You got to try something to learn the process to figure out if that's the thing that you want to sell. Like maybe you're like, Oh, I love baking. Like, let's talk about your daughter for a, uh, a second. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. loves baking, but now she's like, maybe I don't, maybe right. I want to go a different direction. Right. Yep. The yep. only way you're going to create that clarity is if you start, I started with trash. I don't mm -hmm. sell stuff out of my house <laughs> today. I just don't right. eat it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That, that's so funny. And I, and what I've really learned is that, you have to keep putting offers out there and testing mm -hmm. the market. Yes. It's just, like you said, it's just not that one and done. No. You've got to keep going yep. and keep going and yep. always keep going. Yeah. I put offers out every single day, multiple per day for yep. a decade. I still do. I yep. still do. And people are like, how are you so good at it? I'm like, cause I just practiced it yes. over and over. I was willing to do a crappy job to get good. And most people aren't willing to, be imperfect. Mm -hmm. They want to be perfect on that first route and they never get started ever. And then another thing is that people think they have to invest large amounts of money into e-commerce to get started. And I'm like, no, don't. No, don't. you, you advise people don't. I know. I like Allison yell at them. Yes, <laughs> you do. And that's the one thing I learned with you with taking your course. You're like, okay, go in your basement, go in your garage, whatever, find mm -hmm. something you can sell take that money and then yeah. buy the product that you want, but don't yeah. buy a ton because it's better to sell out. Oh, amen. Sell yes. out. Sell out. So I like, it, it's funny because some of the other women in the group were like, okay, we're like scouring our houses. Like what else can we sell? 
what else can we sell it's like you get this like this high of like (laughs) okay I sold that I sold this and I love your you know there's so many tips and tricks in there but like you know painting the vision and the way you go about Mm -hmm. selling things is is just you well it's unique and it's and it works it It works works so so well it takes the slimy cells like you feel like you're asking people to buy your stuff yes and it switches it to you're serving your audience yes and you don't feel like i gotta ask them for money no that's not it It, it's a totally different brain like it's selling a service and when you learn that process you can go out and you can sell so much stuff and feel so good about it. So talking about that, a little mindset switch. So you are not the same Allison as you were 10 years ago. No, not at all. <laughs> so not at all. what have you done in this span over the years of, you know, it, it, can you think of any daily habits or routines or tools that you've incorporated into your life that really have given you the power to kick fear in the teeth, as you would say? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a few things that I've done. Number one is I've learned to forgive myself. Mm. I will, at the beginning, I would beat myself up quite a bit, like, this, this isn't good or whatever. And I, I wanted to get perfection or, uh, strive for that perfection or whatever it was, or I didn't write an email good enough or the sales weren't good enough. And I would constantly mm-hmm. beat myself up. And I'm like, stop it. You're not like, this is a te- you're testing every single day and be okay with that. Yeah. Be okay with that. So I think number one's forgiving myself. Um, another thing is comparison. Comparison mm. will kill you so fast. I felt it really hard in my first two years and I learned that that was just super heavy on me. So I've learned how to go and put it in the corner. I, I put it in timeout. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, <Yep. laughs> go sit over there. And that, like, I do say kick Satan in the teeth because that's Satan's greatest tool. If you don't believe in Satan, believe in the dark, whatever you believe in. Yeah. yeah. The, the dark, the Satan's greatest tool to bring us down is comparison. Cause if you're like, oh, I'm just not as good as them, then you're never going to start. And he doesn't want you to start. He doesn't want you to improve your life. You must be miserable. Mm-hmm. And so that, and then another one, this is, I, and I use these still today. Uh, this one is, um, I'll actually, when I get really nervous because I'm still an introvert and I have to go, uh, just last week I was asked to be in this big event Mm -hmm. and I was shaking, like literally shaking. It's virtual, but I'm still shaking before I go into it. My family will come and I I ask them to hold my fear. So Mm -hmm. they'll give me a hug. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, can you just hold this fear for me so I can step into who God needs me to be in the moment? Because if I am trying to carry this fear and I'm trying to carry all the things, I can't think clearly. So here, I'm just going to pretend like in, in my mind, I visually yep. say, okay, here's the load of the fear. And then my little guys that are uh, 11 and 13 now, mm-hmm. they're like, we got it, mom. We got it. <laughs> and it's just such a memorable thing. And they did it the first time I stood on stage because they knew I, like I was. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. This. And I walked in and I just started bawling. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm so scared. Can someone please just hold my fear? Yeah. And it stuck with us. And so now that's the thing is um, they hold my fear. So those are some of the things that have 
help me on a continual basis. Like it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. Mm -hmm. You're still uncomfortable. You're still un like, okay, is this going to work? Is this going to work? But the only way to beat that down and to grow is you just take a half step at a time and then things become clear and clear and clearer to you. And then you get these processes. Okay. I'm supposed to feel nervous. I'm supposed to feel this way. All right, go sit in the corner or hold my fear so I can move forward. If I was comfortable all the time, then I wouldn't be growing. Absolutely. Comfortable. That's where I need to be to be able to grow. And now I'm to the point where if I get comfortable, I'm like, what's broken? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, because uncomfortableness, have I've learned that that is where I'm comfortable. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like being uncomfortable is where I need to be for the growth mm -hmm. to happen. For and growth. so yeah. that's become, all right, I recognize it. I got it. Let's move forward. I even have team members now. I'm at the point where I've got team members where I'll, um, like if I have to present and they know that I'm nervous, they'll call me and they're, they're like, I got your fear, Allison. Aww. I got your fear. Yeah. And so that's just kind of what I've done for me personally, just because mm -hmm. I'm more of the introvert and that's fine. I'm, I'm learning, I'm growing, um, but it's still... I don't know. We all have things and yes. that's, that's one of mine. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. Well, we, we could go on and on and on and on, you know, you guys don't see it, but you can hear our voices, but Allison's the type of person where you meet her and you feel like you've met her, you've known her for 20 years. Like, yeah, so, we're all best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, it helps being in, in the community, you know, I'm sure you see, you know, people's names and faces and all that, but um, you know, I, I want to personally thank you for just, so sweet. just, you know, moving forward in your journey, because if you, if you stopped, yeah, I wouldn't be here as well as the other women and men in the group as well, because, you know, since you kicked fear in the teeth, um, we get to benefit from that. So thank you for, for being unselfish and, and really thank your family because, you know, I see Jared, your husband and, you know, the sacrifices you guys make as well. Um, even though they're not really sacrificing right now because she <laughs> lives in Puerto Rico in the nice warm weather where I'm in upstate New York when it's, it's freezing cold. <laughs> yes. I was just shoveling snow earlier and I'm oh. just like, darn the snow when can i move south well i um, won't tell you that i'm in flip-flops right now then <laughs> uh no please don't yeah so i just turned on my air conditioning because it got hot <laughs> I, I i i'm just like are you kidding me like <laughs> i'm living uh, my because i can life like exactly ago, i'm getting like, there yeah you will you will and you just I'm getting there and i go back to that 10 year old uh 10 years ago allison yes um, and I just say, thank you. Thanks for being so scared. Yeah. Thanks for hitting that submit button one handed. Cause I was nursing a baby, not knowing I didn't even know how to ship. I didn't even know the next product <laughs> that I was going to sell. Right. I didn't know anything. And I'm so grateful that I, that she gave herself permission to just get started. Mm -hmm. And like, literally, I wish I could go back to her and just give her a big hug and say, thank you. Thank you for letting me live this life that I get to live today that yeah. she chose. And so I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, your future self is begging for you to start. And she's getting a little impatient with you. Mm. Like get started. Yes. Get started today. And it doesn't have to take you as long as it took me because mm. you have so many more resources. I didn't, yes. I was my only resource. And you've I got so about, many well, more. I think about our kids. 
my God. Oh my the gosh. Opportunities they have. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Almost and, too you know, much. And my oldest, you know, with the cupcake Lakin, and she's like, she realizes now, and I've always been the entrepreneur. So she realizes now, she goes, Mom, I could not do a nine to five job. It's no. just not me. Oh, no. And I, I said, you know that now at 22. So create the lifestyle you want. Yes. Yes. Create it yep. because you have what it takes to create it. Yep. Yeah. So do. don't, don't fall into the norm that you have to work a nine to five job. So, you know, here I am and I'm like, you know, some parents would disagree with that, but I'm just like, no, because I think, I don't know. You tell me, Allison, like when you're an entrepreneur, like it's in your bones. Like, you know, that this lifestyle, even though we have our ups and downs, we have our good days, we have our bad days, we have our good days, we have our bad days, but it far outweighs controlling your own own life. For sure. Your time and your financial freedom. For sure. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are like, I'm not an entrepreneur. And I'm like, just wait, just wait. I didn't think I was an entrepreneur. Yeah. No way. I was a school teacher. I had no clue what the word entrepreneur even meant. Right. And you feel it. You start to have this drive once, but you have to get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once you yeah. taste it, you're like, I cannot go back and work a full time. I would get fired. I personally would get fired so fast. Like on day one, yes. they'd be like, you're fired. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> well, I say to myself, I'm my kid, I said, I'm a really, really bad employee. Like, <laughs> no. I have to be my own boss. No. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So one day, it's funny. Once you get the taste of it, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not doing that life anymore. No way. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want you to come back and, and we can talk further on down the line because, you know, it, it's nice to have another mom that has really your children have grown up in an entrepreneurial lifestyle and mindset and family life. So it's nice to follow your journey and see where this will bring your kids and what, what road they might go down. Um, Cause you know, we know all our kids are different. So yeah. um, And some will like it and some will want a nine to five job. Our job as parents is to show them that they have options. I didn't have an option. Mine was go to college. Now, you got a couple options. You yep. actually got a lot of options, which you that can be a bad thing too, right? Too many yeah, options. Yeah. Then they can't decide what they want to do. But yeah. I think it's our job as parents to show them, hey, you know what? You can truly be happy with the talent that you have, whether it's a music teacher, a cupcake designer, you can create a business around what truly lights you up inside. Yep. I totally agree with that. Yep. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was such a pleasure to be with you, sitting with you, hearing about your journey. For other people that want to follow you and keep up on your journey as well and learn more about your community, because it's more than a course, it's a community, (laughs) how can they get a hold of you? What's the easiest way? Um, First, Instagram, Allison J. Prince. Uh, But then can I give them a gift? Is that okay to do? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so if you go to because I can life, life.com forward slash gift, you can get uh, it's a like an idea book of 16 products that I use to help me oh, to yeah. 
So there's some of the products that I'm going to get to my first million dollars. And when people look at this, they're like, these are the dumbest items <laughs> ever. And I'm like, I know, right. doesn't that give you hope? <laughs> yes. Right. Like you said, it. you don't have to have that shark tank idea. No, no. Like blocks of wood, paper tags, um, little bags, like it's just stuff you can get locally and resell. So they can go over, they can get that uh, idea book. Uh, it's, it was pretty fun putting together. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, your blast from the past, like what you've totally. done in the past. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Reminiscing. Yeah. Oh God. Well, thank you for giving everybody that gift. That's awesome. Yeah. This was so good. This thank was you. so, so, so good. So thanks, thanks for, having me on. for coming on and I truly appreciate it. OMG, just love, love, love Allison. She is, you absolutely connect with her right away, even though I've never met her in person. I'm in her community, so I do see her from time to time on Zoom and different lives on Facebook, but you feel like she's the, one of those persons that you just feel like you've known her for 20 years. And she is such an inspiration for her community. She is teaching moms and families to change their circumstances and really go after their dreams. So such a fun episode. I could talk to her all day long. So anyways, make sure you come back next week. We are with Ellie Brooke Design. Ellie is a doodling artist and she's in high school. And she decided to put her vibrant designs on clothing and backpacks and pouches and phone cases and so much more. Um, find out how she literally gets her designs to go from her iPad to the product. So see you next week on the Lemonade to Laptops Podcast.